Welcome back to Let's Drive the Podcast. Today I am diving into a topic and area of life that's been very present for me lately, and I assume possibly present for some of you too. It seems like most of us, at least in this community, move through these seasons and cycles of life on a pretty similar timeline. And so maybe this resonates with you, or maybe it doesn't right now, but either way, I'd like to propose these questions as our sort of opening moment for this episode to follow. And that is, how can courage help us live our most authentic and free and dreamlike lives? And with that, what is the role of radical self-honesty in this journey? Now I know those are big questions, (laughs) but they're important ones too. And even though they may seem quote-unquote big and a little out there perhaps, I think with a little bit of time and reflection, these questions can reveal quite a bit and I'm hoping to dive into that with this episode and support you in thinking through those questions and feeling through them and coming up with an answer and or just reply that feels right for you. And so where I was inspired by for this is that I'm reading the book Lighter by Young Pueblo and it has been truly phenomenal. I've read quite a bit of books (laughs) in this sort of self-discovery development space, and this one just has to be in my top three favorites. There's so much wisdom in such a digestible format. He is truly a writing wizard, (laughs) creating with words that break down these seemingly massive concepts like courage and radical self-honesty, and breaking them down into rather simple explanations and situations that have you like, oh, wow, okay. Now that makes sense. That I can understand. (laughs) And this one chapter that resonated most that hit so deep was on radical self-honesty. And then from there, I went on to thinking and feeling into courage and all of that. So to start, I wanted to share the passage that really brought everything together for me Well, this is the beginning of the chapter, and then I won't read the whole chapter. I just highly, highly recommend you get this book. And I don't say that lightly, because I have spent a lot of money on books that were not worth my time, and I would not wish that upon anyone. (laughs) So I, I just swear to you, this book, like, get it just please get it. (laughs) And it's not, I think it's pretty fairly priced too. So, so just go ahead, listen, see if anything comes through in this moment and, or perhaps it's just the little bit of a taste of the book you need to get it for yourself. But it starts as radical honesty, a form of authenticity that begins inside you. It is warm recognition that you gently apply to your conscious life. This view of radical honesty is not about telling everyone what you think. Instead, it is the root from which self-awareness grows. Thoughts and emotions that were once discarded or ignored are now embraced. Where you once felt the urge to run away, you now challenge yourself to face whatever is there. More than anything, any lie that you formerly told yourself is examined so that the truth may come forward. The key to radical honesty is that this is not about you and other people, but about how you relate to yourself in all situations, whether you are alone or with others. So that passage really hit me right in the heart. A big oof, a big man oh man, like that, that right there is some truth. And it hit deep because I know, I know I have not been fully honest with myself 
and because of that with others too and not in a oh I'm lying all the way all the time and I'm manipulative type of way no but just specifically when it comes with emotions big feelings decisions open communication etc these moments in time in which I could be honest with myself or with another person and really have this sort of great experience come from it or I can choose to weasel around the truth or spin a little story or just ignore what's right in front of me. And so for a few examples of this, I suppose, with myself or possibly with yourself in whatever way you want to look at that, this lack of self-honesty could really look like not being honest with how you're feeling right now. For me, these past few weeks, I've been moving through a lot of anxiety and mental health turbulence (laughs) and it took me a couple weeks of this to actually open my eyes and be honest about just how much I was struggling. Another example is being honest with how I've possibly been slacking or just not showing up for these promises I made to myself. You know, these changes I wanted to make in my life. I would talk the talk and then never take the action or never do anything. I wasn't fulfilling my own promises to self or to others. I wasn't showing up. And then on a bit more perhaps tangible level, this could also just be being honest with myself about habits that aren't serving my higher good and habits that I want to change, but I just haven't been honest with myself about how much I really need to change them. Or being honest about where I'm at in life and where I want to be, right? Am I, am I happy with this? Am I content with this? How do I feel about the work I'm doing? How do I feel about this life I'm, I've created and I'm slash creating? And then ways in which this sort of lackluster self-honesty has come up with other people in my life is saying I'm fine, whether that's to myself or to loved ones, people in my life, pushing down an emotion and a feeling versus actually being open and honest about it versus actually facing that emotion or feeling or asking for support or help or if someone did something that sort of like irked me or possibly overstepped a boundary or whatever it might be just letting myself brush it off time and time again versus having that sort of like self-honesty to be wow that actually kind of hurt and then having the communications with that person or with that experience to explain what happened versus just like find some reason as to why it was all my fault instead or I think even down to the point of saying I don't care or whatever works for you when others are making a decision or when there's a decision to be made versus actually being honest about what I want or what my perspective is I am a hundred percent that friend to just be like oh whatever works for you whatever sounds good I'm, I'm good with whatever when deep down, not even deep down, when like very right beneath the surface, I a thousand percent have an opinion, a perspective, a thought, a suggestion, and yet I'm not being honest with myself about that. And instead I just pretend to be that like loosey-goosey, go with the flow type of friend. When I'm not, I am a Capricorn Virgo. Like I know what I want and I like a plan and I'm thinking ahead and I have perspectives and I have things to say. So why am I not saying them? Why am I not expressing them? Why am I not being honest with myself and with the people in my life? And those are just a few examples from my personal experience. 
maybe this has you right now thinking down a rabbit hole of moments and experiences in your life in which we're just not engaged with this level and sense of radical self-honesty. And so once I started to explore this self-honesty piece of the puzzle, I then had courage, this concept of courage, find its way into my life. And I think why that came to be is that being radically honest with yourself and others takes courage. There's a difference between bravery and courage, and I'll share what I found online (laughs) that really did a great job explaining this to me, but why it was important for me to differentiate this in my mind is that I feel like the word you know, oh, you're so brave. That's so brave. I could never do that. Like it just, that gets thrown around a lot, right? But this word courage, it's almost like it's reserved for big things or for in the books or the movies or whatever it is, right? To me, it almost has this whimsical feel to it. Like, I don't know, I'm thinking of all the fiction YA books I read growing up where, you know, it's like the courage of the night or the courage of this. And then bravery is just sort of this other part that gets thrown around. And I never knew what the difference was. And so when I looked it up, I found this from citing my sources called a site called Better Up on Google. So check me there. (laughs) But it, it said bravery is more spontaneous and involves setting fear aside, acting in the moment. Courage is about having fear, being mindful of the risks, and yet still making the conscious decision to do something anyway. Both bravery and courage have times when they're appropriate. And so in my mind, bravery can be great for these split-second decisions, (laughs) but they could also, these brave moments, be misplaced with things like alcohol or peer pressure, right? Because we're being, we're making these split-second decisions without possibly taking a moment to check in and think of the like bring that consciousness into it, like it explained for courage. And then courage is this conscious decision. It involves being with the fear or whatever heavy emotion is there, considering any risks, or I think I would think of it as maybe like side effects, considering any side effects of this action, this moment, taking safety into account, like for sure, and then ultimately doing it anyway. I don't know if there feels like a difference there for you, but for me, it feels as though courage is this larger concept that takes more intention and is something that could actually possibly, from my perspective, rewire your brain and nervous system over time because you are feeling the fear, the emotion, you're reflecting, you're using your cognitive and consciousness, and you're doing it anyway. Being mindful, of course, and intentional. But like, what a neat process is that versus if you're just like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And you make the split second like bravery choice, right? Both have a time and place for sure. I am getting very like esoteric with this, right? In the day to day, you're not going to be thinking like, what's the difference between bravery and courage? I'm just curious about this right now. (laughs) And also why I'm bringing this up is because when it comes to the concept of radical self-honesty, That is not something that you're just going to have these split second brave moments in, or maybe you will. I do think it's this process that has a lot more courage with it because when you're honest with yourself, you're not trying to push your fear away, like the definition of bravery said. And you are aware of what could happen. 
that's part of this radical self-honesty is that you are facing what is there you are being real about what could happen or what is there or what is happening and then you're still showing up for yourself you're still doing this thing you're still loving yourself you're still being there for yourself throughout it and i think this is where we start to act and live from the heart and not the head because if you're honest with yourself you're going to feel these experiences and moments and decisions in a lot more than just your head (laughs) you're not going to just think like oh that's the logical choice i'm going to do that or that makes sense no i think self-honesty really does require like tapping into the heart tapping into the body and being like what am i feeling right now what does this feel like what does what would it feel like to make that decision or to make that choice and so that's just a little emily blurb on self-honesty courage that bravery aspect thrown in there and what i've been thinking about and now i want to explore a bit about fear because as i mentioned before courage is feeling the fear reflecting and then probably taking action or doing it anyway and so in what ways are we holding ourselves back out of fear Fear of the unknown, fear of failure, fear of what others will think, of breaking societal norms or just waiting for the perfect time. And if I really feel into what does fear mean to me and what ways have I held myself back out of fear, it's a lot. (laughs) I have had a lot of fears. I still have a lot of fears. And I think for most of my life, I've let that fear really have a stronger hold on me and my life than I'd like it to. I've let fear direct so many of my decisions and hold me back from so many things and, you know, sort of like push me to take action and do these things that ultimately were were just me acting out of fear or me acting out of the like preventative measure, right? Fearing something so much that I would act as trying to prevent it from happening or trying to prevent the what ifs from being there. Just letting fear really rally my anxiety and rally my big emotions and sort of get me in these cycles and loops that just had me (laughs) spiraling in all these areas of life. And it wasn't until about a couple weeks ago, I'd say, that I really started to dive into what does fear mean to me And with that, the courage came in once again. I was at a friend's birthday party and they had, I guess it would be a tarot deck passing around. And so I pulled two cards and they were fear and courage. And I remember just getting little chills down my spine when I pulled those cards because I was in the midst of a very heavy mental anxiety uh, time in life and there was so much fear present. It felt like every day I was waking up with just this fear of the anxiety causing me to spiral out, fear of what others would think about me because I was so anxious and just upset and fear about what if this never goes away, just so much fear. Felt like it was strangling me and I hadn't really expressed it to anyone. Maybe those close in my life could tell. I don't know, but I hadn't outwardly said the words. I hadn't outwardly expressed to anyone just what I was going through internally and mentally. 
And so I pull these cards and it's fear and it's courage. And I read the little blurbs that go along with them. And of course, they resonate so deeply because that's what always happens when you pull the magic cards. And what was neat is that the fear was, you know, I was pretty aware of that. I kind of knew that I was in a chokehold with fear, but I hadn't up to that point considered the courage piece yet. This was before I read the Young Pueblo passage and before I started thinking about courage on my own. So I pull this card and I see the word courage and I go, oh, hmm. I haven't used this word much in my life and it's never really been something I thought of, but let me, let me feel into this a bit more. And what I took away from that card and from that night was that I could find courage in a lot of ways in my life. And I think that could really benefit me. That could really help me bring up some action and some change. And I thought the first place I could start with courage would be sharing with someone about this fear I was feeling. You know, really tapping into courage to move through the fear. And how beautiful is it that (laughs) courage is quite literally being with your fear and reflecting and being intentional and taking action anyway. And I just so happened to pull those cards together. Uh, I definitely think they were meant to be. (laughs) Someone was sending me a little sign, but yeah. So what ended up happening was that, you know, I had that little takeaway and then I put the cards away. We end the night. The next day comes around. I don't do anything to take action. I just sort of let myself forget that moment. And then the next day, I have a little menti bee, <laughs> a little breakdown, and I end up voice noting my friend after like, I tried to voice note her like five times, just a little message saying basically like, hey, I'm not feeling that great mentally, and I could really use some support, like a little chat check-in. And I kept trying to record this message to send her, but I'd record it. And then have this little voice come up in my head of like, you don't need her help. Like, you're fine. You can do this. It's not a big deal. It's just some anxiety. Shake it off. Get to work. Stop being such a baby. Like, it was just these little nudges and nagging in my mind. And so I would record it and then delete it. Record it and then delete it. And then when I realized I had done that five or six times, it was sort of that like kick in the ass I needed of, Emily, just send the fucking message. (laughs) Like, obviously you are not okay. It's okay to ask for support and help. And that took a lot of courage on my end. I'm not going to lie. Because I had so much fear around letting someone in to see, you know, that things weren't going well. To sort of break this exterior I have of, oh, I'm fine. Everything's good. Emily's doing great. When actually inside, it was just a mental circus. Chaos. Pandora's box unleashed. So I send the message and all day I'm just like grappling with whether or not I should actually go over. Oh, because then she responded like, oh yeah, come over and talk. And I just kept grappling with myself. Do I go? Do I not go? Do I go? Do I not go? One moment I'd be feeling fine. The next moment I wouldn't be. And I just kept telling myself like, Emily, just stick with it. You're in this fear You've reflected, like, now is the time for courage. Now is the time to carry this through. And so that night, I went and I chatted with her. And 
I will note, it's important, right, in this moment, I didn't just go ahead and dump all my heavy emotions on my friend. (laughs) I asked her if she had the space to talk that day. I expressed a little bit of what was going on, but just a little reminder in here real quick. Don't go trauma dumping on your friends. (laughs) Uh, They're, you know, similar to how you would schedule an appointment with a therapist or a coach or anything like that. Like, make sure your friend or your loved one has the capability and space to take in and hold space for you while you share and so just a little caveat there that night I went and we chatted and she helped me view things with a different perspective and take an action step and from there things just you know one action step led to another led to another and now here I am a few weeks later and it is wild how much has shifted because That one courageous moment in which I asked for support and I asked for help then led to another courageous moment of booking an appointment, which led to another courageous action step, you know, of returning to my morning breath work. And it just kept going, right? Like one action step led to another action step. And every time I faced the fear and did the the thing anyway, my, I feel like my, capacity for courage grew and so it became easier and easier to do what I needed to do to feel better and I know so many of us feel this urge to do it alone to be the strong one to be maybe it feels like you're the lone wolf you've always done it on your own maybe you don't feel like you can you know share with others and put your quote-unquote burden on them and I just, I know that's a story that's out there and it's something I've deeply felt I still do at times and I assume it is something that couple of you at least listening feel as well. I just want this moment and this message and this story to maybe be a little reminder you need that sometimes the most courageous thing you can do is ask for help and ask for support. Sometimes the most courageous thing you can do is to feel your fear and still take action, to feel your fear and show up to do healing work. Sometimes the most courageous thing you can do is just be with yourself versus running off with distractions and coping mechanisms to avoid, distract, and ultimately just like shove it down. There is so much courage to be found in the day-to-day actions that we take And every little step forward is another step forward. And so if you can do the smallest thing of showing up for your morning meditation or intention time or getting yourself out for a walk, drinking enough water, reading the book that you know is full of great life advice and wisdom, texting the friend, having the, you know, big conversation, being honest with yourself, like, all these little examples of ways that you can be courageous in the day-to-day of creating your the life you dream of. And that story I shared was about a emotional fear, right? This anxiety, all this sort of mental stuff. But remember what I said in the beginning as well. There's the day-to-day fears of what will they think? Is this the right thing to do? Is this the right time? What if I fail? What if this isn't it? All of these what ifs, all of these fears. And so there's opportunity in the day to day to be courageous and be with those fears and do it anyway. To feel the fear of what will they think 
and yet still go out there and speak your truth or wear whatever the fuck you want to wear or show up and do the thing or launch the product or go to the volleyball tournament even though you don't play volleyball. Like whatever it is, you can do it. You can feel the fear and do it anyway. You don't have to push it down. You don't have to distract or cover it up with alcohol or other coping mechanisms. Like you can be you. You can feel fear. You can feel all your emotions. You can be honest with yourself and do it anyway. You can be courageous every day in some way and you will ultimately be moving yourself closer and closer to the life you dream of. Maybe you're currently living the life that you dream of. I don't know. But for me, right, there's things on the horizon that I see for myself and that I'm calling in and that I desire. And I know that me doing the same thing I've been doing for the past few weeks, months, years, etc., isn't going to really move the needle to get me there. If I'm just letting the same old fears and the same old cycles and loops and thought patterns and habits just keep running amongst me, my mind, I'm not going to shift and evolve and change to become the version of me that is living the life I see for myself, the life I dream and the life I desire. Now, I know this last bit got a little bit rambly, but I hope you stuck with me. I hope you take something away from this. And a few things that I wanted to leave you with and hopefully you can take away from this episode is a few questions and thoughts. So what's an area of your life that you're maybe feeling stuck in? Or you're feeling there's fear there, something possibly holding yourself back. And once you've thought on those and once you've felt into those, then following up with what's one thing you can do today to make change or step past that fear, to be courageous. Could be as simple as voice noting, calling a friend and saying, hey, no need to even respond to this, but I just wanted to say out loud and claim it right here, right now, that I am making this change, I am taking this action, or I am doing this thing because I know there's more for my life and I'm ready for it. Or you could just journal that, (laughs) or you could just take the action and do it. But whatever you decide to do, I just want you to feel the power that there is in taking action and in being courageous and in going after what you truly want and desire in life, of being honest with yourself of where you are and where you want to be. Being honest with yourself of what is working in this season of life and what is not, what is ready to be, let the fuck go. Being honest with yourself about who you are and who you want to be and just being honest about the day-to-day actions and decisions and thoughts that are coming through you. Honesty and courage. Those are, those are the themes right now. <laughs> And I'm also here. If you'd like to chat, you can DM, chit chat a bit. I'm like right here along with you. These are things I'm also moving through and I'm always open to another perspective, a thought and or just to connect. So you can find me on Instagram at Emily Feichels. And I hope you resonated with at least one tidbit from this convo. I'll talk to you all next time. Bye.